Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Thanks to global warming, green, the color of money, is the new white in the Arctic Ocean. History was made several months ago in the Arctic. It was good history if you're in the tourism business in Alaska or northern Canada, but it was bad history if you're into environmental protection. Until 2007, the Northwest Passage had never been free of ice in all of human history. However, for the first time, the annual ice melt in the Arctic Ocean was substantial enough to permit a large cruise ship, the Crystal Cruise Line's Serenity, to sail unimpeded by ice from Seward, Alaska, through the Bering Straits and the Northwest Passage, all the way to Greenland and eventually New York City. Tourist dollars flowed abundantly during the month-long journey at the top of the world, fueling expectations that this could become an annual event when the ice retreats in the far northern summer. Last year's ice melt was among the most substantial ever recorded, and there's no reason to think it will be any different next summer. Crystal Cruise Lines took advantage of what global warming is doing to the Arctic ice pack, even though the Serenity presents a significant carbon footprint of its own larger than anything that has come before. The vessel is nearly three football fields long and 13 stories high. With 900 passengers and some 600 crew members, every port of call, starting with Nome, Alaska, benefited from a financial bonanza, but also bore the effects of the environmental impact. In Nome, for example, passengers were assigned shore times in staggered slots to avoid overwhelming the available tourist services ashore. Those who went ashore clearly had a lot of money to spend when you consider how much they paid for the trip in the first place. Tickets cost more than $20,000 per person, and travelers especially well-heeled could book a penthouse aboard the Serenity for six times that amount, roughly $120,000 each. Even at those prices, the cruise line sold out all available cabins in basically the first 48 hours they were on sale. Logistically, the cruise was a complex challenge it took three years to plan. The ship was outfitted with special equipment to help it sail safely, including an ice navigation satellite system, and charter flights were hired to bring fresh food and perishables to the ship when it docked along the way. A smaller escort ship accompanied the Serenity and served as an icebreaker if needed, which it hardly was. The Serenity's course was in a remote part of the world, so much so that the Canadian Coast Guard estimated it would take at least 11 hours to reach the ship in an emergency. I'm struggling to get past the irony here. It's climate change which is making these trips possible, and it is cruises such as this that will further aggravate climate change. If climate change were not a growing global crisis, there would be no megaships cruising the Arctic for the enjoyment of those who can afford it. The cruise industry has grown exponentially over the last two decades. New ships come online every year. And no matter where they sail, the Caribbean, the Mediterranean, the South Pacific, they impact the environment. But there is something especially troubling about hauling the rich and famous through one of the planet's few remaining pristine wilderness regions. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.